we oh. are available to write your ARGs or yes. your commercials within commercials. This is just us spitball. Did I tell you about the unemployment phone lines? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome to Guides to the Unknown. I'm Kristen. And I'm her little brother, William. And this week we are talking about ARGs, alternate reality games. Mm -hmm. Some of the most fun that you can have. That's right. Blurring the line between story and reality. That's right. Entertainment and self. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I tried to look at the history of ARGs, uh -huh. where they come from, classifications for them. It was equally, if not more, confusing than many of the stories that I tried to look up for this week's episode. I found this so much more challenging yeah. than I expected to. Not to find the stuff necessarily, but to just understand and, and parse out what happened. Yeah. Um, so I can only imagine. Yes, I ended up, I, my uh, my eyes were bigger than my stomach. I yeah. wanted to tell you where these came from and everything, but then it all became like, there are many th aspects that go into creating a good ARG. Of course. The curtain. Hailing back to the Wizard of Oz, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain, of course. And I was like, okay, I both respect this, and it's two in the weeds. Yeah. The idea at its core, I think many people are familiar with ARGs today. Um, a lot of them are used for marketing, mm -hmm. it seems. Um, the idea is basically there is a story happening. The way that you uncover the story is usually by finding out that, like, oh, if you go to this website and click on this picture... It takes you to a secret link right. where the real story is happening. Right. It is a story that it's it's almost like a video game. It's up to you to participate in it, go further and further down the rabbit hole to mm -hmm. unravel a story. It has a lot to do often with, you know, a, a ton of text. Right. A ton of documents and audio clips. And now you realize at a certain point, like, oh, they're not all in order. Mm. I've got to sit down and put them in order. The best description of them that I saw online was... ARGs work so well on the internet because of what the internet is. It's a way to look up information and a way to share information. Yeah. And that is at the core of what ARGs are. Yeah. It is finding, sourcing, and sharing among people. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And what I looked up were Stranger Things ARGs, and it seemed like that sort of sharing and sourcing was so important yeah. to figuring out how to like play the game. Yeah. It, 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 some of them, and I, I, I love this about them. And I, honestly, I think it's almost just about like my abilities and time today mm -hmm. that I, I just don't have the sort of bandwidth to do right. them. Um, uh, they just seem like they're very time consuming. Yeah, I definitely think so. And so I think for probably a lot of people, that's part of the appeal is yeah. that you can dig into something and it takes a bunch of time and it's really intricate. And so it makes it all the more satisfying when you put those puzzle pieces together. Yeah. But undeniably, yeah, I think a lot of them do seem like you're going to log a lot of hours figuring this out. Yes. And really just for like personal glory, which is oh, sure. not to uh, diminish it whatsoever or anything. No, but at the at end of it, you're just kind of like, okay, that happened. Yeah, that's why I do a lot of stuff. That's right. why I watch movies. That's why I play video games. It's fun to just sort of get to the end and be like, I experienced that. Yeah, it's all entertainment, but this is a more interactive form of entertainment. Yes. The other thing about ARGs is that by their nature, it seems like, at least the ones that we're going to talk about in this mm -hmm. episode, we're going to talk about ones that are sort of extensions of a franchise. So like you talking about Stranger Things. Right. The ARG can tell you a story. Yeah. But by necessity, it cannot tell you a story that is required 
in order to understand the main show. Right. Right? Yes. Because otherwise, not everybody's going to play these things. Mm -hmm. It's fairly niche. Yeah. Probably at its peak, it's about getting people to go, oh, there's some big, deep, crazy thing happening. That's cool. I'm not going to look into it at all. It's just fun to know that it's out there. Yeah. And because of that, you can't tell a story that is of, of you know, uh, core significance. No. You can tell a story that when people watch the main show, they go, oh, see that doctor that's in the background? He's the main character of that ARG. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Right. Like, that's the, the sort of, like, height people have managed to hit with these. Yeah, they're basically, like, side quests for the characters inside TV shows or movies or yes, whatever. they're side quests. Right. And like many side quests, I skip them. <laughs> But boy, do I think they're really cool and intricate and frequently just Im impressively designed. Oh, have you ever like played an ARG? Yes. Like one of the ones that's like really deep? What have you done? I absolutely did. I wanted what to tell you, you about done? what did you do? <laughs> I wanted to tell you about this because this was sort of my exposure to ARGs. Do you like know? Do you like have an ARG where you're like, this is the first one that I saw that I was like, oh, that's neat. Hmm. I don't know. Not that I can think of right now. Because I remember very distinctly, I must have already heard rumblings that this was happening, but you and I, I think, went to the AMC theaters at the Menlo Park Mall in 2007. Okay. We went to go see Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, there's an ARG for Napoleon Dynamite? <laughs> there absolutely is not. Okay. <laughs> Before the movie started, there were trailers yeah. for other things. And weirdly, this doesn't even happen now. There was a trailer for a video game. Mm -hmm. There was a trailer for Halo 2. Okay. Obviously, Halo 2 on Xbox, it had not come out yet. And what I had heard was that at the end of the trailer, like you see the, the main character, the Master Chief, he's, you know, a, a gun-toting master man. And yeah. he's beating aliens and stuff. And then at the end of it, it goes, Halo 2, coming soon. And at the bottom, it says, you know, www.halo2.com. Uh -huh. And then it glitches and it goes, ilovebees.com. And then it oh. glitches and it turns back into halo2.com. That rings the, the faintest of bells. It's like one or two seconds the URL swaps. Yeah. To something seemingly innocuous or inane. I love bees.com. Right. And I, I guess, was plugged in enough online to know that this was something. Yeah. You can't even really find it anymore. People have backed up this website. Many of these ARG things, like, it seems to all be about, like, go to this URL and do that. Go to that URL and do this. Yep. Um, and as a result, uh, years later, 15 years later, even longer, I think it was 2004, actually. Um, 18 years later, many of those websites just don't exist anymore. Right. But the premise was this. There is just a website for a woman who makes honey. She <laughs> raises bees. She loves her bees. Okay. Something, My kind of gal. Something is happening to the website, though. It is glitching. Um, some of the, the text is missing. Uh, on a section where it's like explaining how she extracts honey from the hive, there will just be different text overlaid on top talking about like um, not executable, uh, uh, couldn't factor it in, mayday, 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 just other text layered on top of the website. Cool. And I remember in 2004 combing through the entire website being like this has something to do with Halo, but yeah. I don't know what right i followed along with it quite intensely mm -hmm. until it became incredibly hard to understand what is happening okay and so uh, as a result 
I was originally going to try to tell you the story of this. I am not going to do that. Okay. What I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you the stuff that really clicked for me and I think exemplifies what an ARG can be. Sweet. Because the core story, again, they cannot tell you a story about the Master Chief. Right. The main character guy. Because you're going to play it. You've got to buy that game when it comes out. So we can't tell a replacement story. So this turned out to be... uh, What was happening on the website was based on different AIs Mm -hmm. um, from the future who somehow were interacting with a website about bees and honey today. Why did they choose the bees and honey website? I'm not... It's still not clear to me if they chose it. Okay. Or if it was... uh, It chose them. It chose them. So... It uh, uh, it became all about this particular AI who's being attacked by the spider, a okay. spider program. But it's all programmed. So it's almost like the Matrix, mm-hmm. but in a less cinematic sense where you're seeing, you know, Agent Smith, who's a program, fighting against the architect, who's a program or yeah. whatever. In this, you're just like, all right, I, I don't know. There's a, there's a spider and a, another AI and a princess and a lot of text, a mm-hmm. lot of story here, but I don't understand it. And probably about a week or two in, I stopped paying attention. That's enough for me. People who didn't stop paying attention were directed to coordinates. There cool. were hundreds of latitude, longitude coordinates given all across the country. Mm-hmm. Everybody was like, I want, this is going to lead to like a Halo demo disc. I cannot wait. I can't wait. When they went there at the uh, uh, appropriate time, payphones started ringing that's awesome the i game, love that the game was far from over In far fact, from over afoot yes it was um the 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 phone stuff continued now for weeks the website stuff got deeper um the website started leading to other websites that almost seemed to be like clones of each other mm-hmm. but you'd have to cross-reference the data on the websites right. to be like oh this phrase appears on both so we got to pull together all the common sentences across all these websites, and that gives you a monologue from an AI. Oh my God. And it got deeper from there. It all ended at another set of coordinates, um, I think four, four movie theaters across the country only. Oh, cool. But when you went, they had rigged up Halo 2, so you could play it with people there. That's you awesome. You got an exclusive disc. Um, that contained all of the I Love Bees stuff. There was like an audio drama that was playing out on the phones, mm-hmm. like literally acted. Um, and so they got sort of like uh, the culmination of all of that. Yeah. Was they got to try out Halo 2 early and they got to have a keepsake, which now is evidently some massive collector's item. But That's, the idea. What is the keepsake? It's a DVD. A DVD okay. of like everything that the, yeah. the game uh, consisted of. Uh-huh. It was all put together by a company called 42 Entertainment. Um, who I was not familiar with. And if the idea of pay no attention to the man behind the curtain exists in this sphere, they're one of the men behind the curtain. Okay. And they seem to be awesome from what I can tell. It's such a cool thing. So that's not surprising to me. And did like a ton more, won awards for all of this stuff. The intricacy is off the charts. Mm -hmm. And it really is almost like an endurance trial and a cleverness trial for people to stick through to the end. Yeah. uh, Which is very, very cool. So that was the first one that I ever saw. That's and, awesome. and at best, uh, just to sort of like tie a bow on it, the way that it did sort of interact with the video game Halo 2, mm-hmm. the opening of the first level of Halo 2 is the war you were fighting in Halo 1 has now come to Earth. Ah. In, in Halo 1, they did not, the aliens didn't know the coordinates of Earth. In Halo 2, it kickstarts with, they found the coordinates to Earth. Uh-huh. I Love Bees is the justification for how they found the coordinates to Earth. Oh, 
Okay. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. So like you end up with all these AIs and stuff. They it ends up somehow decompiling how. Uh, uh, just like giving you the coordinates to the phones. This is how the coordinates were sent and then intercepted by one of the AIs, which fed them back to the enemy aliens, hence kicking off the events of Halo 2. Fine. So again, not something that a player needed to know before they bought the game. No, but it's just fun to do. And it makes you more obsessed with the game. And more a part of the universe. Yeah. And it and yeah, it's it's good showmanship. Mm-hmm, right? Absolutely, the, it's it's more it's, it's makes it so much more of an immersive experience. Yeah. the real place where ARGs are are often cited as starting is with the Blair Witch Project, mm-hmm. which was famed for not only having the movie itself, but an, a, a website that laid out. Uh, a timeline of events yep. and a documentary that played on TV that covered some of the lore of the franchise and sort of invited you in, yeah. but only to the extent that you were interested yourself. I guess that was my first ARG then. I didn't yeah. really think about it, but I was obsessed with that website. Yeah, I think so. I, I think there's a very strong case to be made for, similar to how we've talked about Blair Witch Project as it's not necessarily the first found footage movie, mm-hmm. but it's the one. It's right. the source. It's the popular boom. It's uh, the, it's the entry point for a whole lot of people. Yes. I think similarly you could make a case that it's the same with ARGs. Yeah. I, I spoke with Eduardo Sanchez. I interviewed him a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about, like, was he one of the first... Pop, one of the first like pop culture yeah. entertainment property dungeon masters. And Eduardo Sanchez is the director of the Blair Witch Project. Yes, co-director yeah. with Dan Myrick. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, all things lead back to Blair Witch and Scream, as, of we, course. as we all know. Obviously. And of course, I worked on the Blair Witch yeah. story with uh, Hunter Killer, yep. which is a lot of fun. So I'm, I'm tightly woven in. Are there things that I can't tell you about the lore? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Are there things that I believe Certainly. that uh, nobody else believed? Yes. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I want to see if we can have a little ARG experience live right now. Oh, okay. Okay. So as we have alluded to, I researched ARGs in connection with Stranger Things, but I also did with a recent current ARG for the movie The Black Phone. Um, right. So Will and I and my husband Ryan went to see The Black Phone this past weekend it ruled. It was so good. It's really great. If you don't know what it is, it is a thriller horror movie that's out right now that Ethan Hawke is in. And maybe you've seen posters or stuff around online of him wearing like a really freaky, almost like metal looking mask. Yeah, like a like a devil mask with a big smile. Yep. Holding balloons. And the plot is that there and this isn't spoiler. This is from like the trailer. Um, there's a kidnapper in this like sleepy town in 1978, I think it is called the grabber and he grabs a kid unsurprisingly. And so we are following this kid and there's a black phone in the room that he's being held in and it keeps ringing and it's other kids who the grabber has killed on the line, giving our hero tips on what to do to get away from the guy. And it's awesome. This actually does. I I forgot. I had seen last week, I had seen that Kristen was interacting with the black phone oh, on yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, it didn't even really occur to me, but this obviously is fodder for an ARG. An ARG to me, mm-hmm. I used to tell this to the folks at Hunter Killer. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you play that game, you're not just being yourself. You're utilizing the collective knowledge of everybody who's playing the game. Yes. The black phone, as That's a good the point. kid in the movie, is on his own in the basement, except by getting advice from uh the dead over the phone 
he's also utilizing a form of collective knowledge. Yeah, you are absolutely right. And actually, one of our listeners um, put this on our radar by emailing us about the ARG. And they didn't leave their name, but you know who you are out there. And thank you so much for letting us know that this ARG was even a thing. Cool. Um, so I started the process of the ARG with what you saw on Twitter. You were supposed to tweet at the black phone yeah. and say like, hey there, hi there, ho there, or whatever. Yeah. And they start like tweeting you back. And so we all saw it and was like, what's the deal with this? And um, they eventually say, text this number with the word ESCAPE in all caps, and we will begin our journey together, basically. So I did that. There's a little bit of back and forth where you authorize them to um, create a contact in your phone okay. that you can save or not, obviously. But that says the black phone with a picture of the phone from that room that the kid is held in. Okay. And you hit create new contact, save it. Then I got a link to this website and stopped here. Okay. Because I was worried um, because ARG sometimes what's kind of neat about them is that they're not permanent necessarily. Like it's a really in the moment sort of thing that you can't necessarily go back and play again or something. Very true. Um, so I decided to not go any further in the process and do it together on the show. Okay. I'm in. So we are looking at answer.theblackphonemovie.com. You can probably skip those steps that I just said and just go to this website, I would imagine. Um, but it's fun to do the thing on Twitter. Yeah. Um, and it says, what's your name? There's a little a little area for me to type that in. And then it says, turn, your vo turn up your volume and escape the grabber. Okay. And a start button. Can we, so, can we, can we record your screen? Uh, yeah. And then see in the video version, we might, if, if your phone has enough storage, we may be able to, um, sure. to put the, the yeah. video in of you doing all of this. Stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, you might see some of my, uh, affirmations popping up on the screen, but everybody's just going to have to be cool. <laughs> How frequently do those pop in? <laughs> like a lot. I can, I, maybe, I can maybe trim them out. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. You are loved. Okay. <laughs> you are so loved. Well, they, no, they go on the screen. <laughs> oh, okay. It won't be a voice. <laughs> attention. <laughs> attention. so weird. <laughs> so time is 623. You are so loved and appreciated. <laughs> no. Vita Sane. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it I did that now. I pay $50 a month for this. <laughs> no, it's a free app called I Am, okay. and you can set it to send you notifications of affirmations. Okay. Okay, anyway, so it says, what's your name? I'm putting Chrissy Willie. Okay. Oh, it, that was too long or put something. In, put in Naughty Boy. Kristen, oh. Kristen, if we don't play Naughty Boy, he can't win. That's right. That's something from the movie. Okay. <laughs> So our name is Naughty Boy, yeah. and now I am hitting start. Turn oh, up your volume. What if it's like, we know you? It's, it has commandeered my camera. It asked if it could, and it says, find a base of wall and tap. Okay. Okay, so I'm tapping on our set. Find a basic Tap dish. to place the phone. Okay. Oh, so in an okay. augmented reality sense, Kristen is placing the black phone in my home. Right, so now... Set. It is behind William on the set, and it says, Naughty Boy, you know all our names. And oh. it says, tap to pick up. So I'm tapping it. Okay. All right. Okay. Come on, <laughs> baby. It's me, Naughty Boy. Hmm. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, man. Guys, we might be at the end of our journey. It's not doing anything. You want to try it? Yeah, let me try. Okay. 
don't you know if you'll be able to see though because it's behind you will it work can i place it somewhere else sure if it lets you huh no okay let me let, let's uh let's see here so oh i see it i see it okay, okay. all right tapping the phone it says all it says is black phone oh no oh i can hit back maybe it doesn't work oh wait okay it's making me do it again oh okay all right i'm just gonna say my name is willie mm-hmm. okay uh enter why did it change my name like it's a password <laughs> like it put it all oh, asterisks it did that when i typed in your name before with chrissy willie maybe oh, it thinks it's like a curse you are special <laughs> Okay. This might just be it. But it tells you to put the phone somewhere. Yeah, and then when I tapped it, that's what it did again. Oh, and you now, tapped now the phone and it I did, did that? Yeah, oh. and it says you're getting out of here. Download and share. Yeah, I know what this is. Okay. Okay, that's it. This this type of ARG. Okay. It's I don't even know if it really... I guess it's an ARG a little bit. Yeah. But they did this ahead of Scream. Yes. Remember they did that like Instagram filter thing where you could um, make it look like Ghostface was creeping up behind you. Right. And actually for the new Scream, they did have an ARG, which you and I played on our Patreon. Yes, they did. Yeah. We, we played through the whole thing. There was a character on TikTok who ostensibly lived in Woodsboro. Mm -hmm. And so we followed along the story. It's on our on patreon.com slash GTTU pod. It's an episode called Scream Marketing Kills Us. Yeah. I think. Um, yeah. I wonder if there's, I mean, could it be possible? It could. It's likely absolutely just that. Why did it have me save the black phone in my contacts? Could I be getting a call from the black phone? At Let's some try point? calling it. Oh, okay. That tells me that we should call the phone. You should also I think stop I recording had, your screen now. I already did. Okay. Um, I think I had read that if you call... Oops. The Crocs app, not my phone. <laughs> what? The, the Crocs app it? Crocs app. Why is there a Crocs app? Because I downloaded it because you could get an extra discount if you shopped through the Crocs app, but I never deleted it. Okay, you guys are learning. I don't like this episode. You're learning too much about me and my phone. Now you know I have an affirmation app. Yeah. I have a Crocs app. <laughs> Definitely thought you said Crocs app. <laughs> that sounds okay. cool. No idea what it is, but All we're right. starting it. Giving it a call. All right, we're calling the block phone, everybody. Would you like to see a magic trick? <laughs> I wonder if it'll let you leave a message. No, that's it. No, that's it. Okay. okay. Yeah, see, that's like a light, an ARG light. Yes. It's still fun, though. I still like that they it's did that. It's still fun. It's yeah. maybe a hair... I, I could appreciate a hair more depth. Oh, yeah. What I was saying at the top of the show about, like, I think a lot of ARGs exist so that people will go, oh, that's neat. Right. Right? That's what that's accounting for. Yeah. Is you save money, you know... There, there was not some grand mm -hmm. depth of text and, and right. hunting there that only a niche group will go to. Mm -hmm. There's just enough to make you go, oh, they did something. Yeah. But I think it stops before it may, before you could possibly say, that was awesome. Oh, totally. I mean, that right? wasn't awesome, but that's a it neat, was fun little fun thing. Fun enough. Yeah. Sure. I, could, I would go for more. I would go Absolutely. for more depth on that. Yeah. 
Well, I got something that goes real deep. Okay. This is Stranger Things. Okay. Yes, I want to. Have you heard about this? You know this? Uh, I've heard about it. I have not seen (laughs) any of the new season. There won't be any spoilers in this. Um, Uh, I kind of would appreciate. (laughs) Uh, Real quick, before we talk about Stranger Things, I think we got to take a a quick pause for a second because, as I just mentioned, our Patreon. Patreon.com slash GTTU pod is so robust. Oh, my God. Kristen, I couldn't even remember which episode we covered the Scream ARG in. No, there are dozens. How can we remember each and every one? In fact, it's so confusing because if I if I said to somebody, hey, sign up and there are different tiers, mm-hmm. um, whatever is the, the comfortable, the right sized tier for you, they would already have access to dozens of episodes on their own. Absolutely. They would have a number of options when they went to patreon.com slash GTTU pod. Who could even point them to just one? There goes my affirmation. All right, what was your affirmation? I am loved by others and myself. Mm, it's half true. <laughs> I'll let you pick which half. <laughs> that happened because I took it off silent mode. Okay. Um, uh, also, I want to say for everybody who's listening right now, as this episode drops, uh, tomorrow, mm-hmm. which is Saturday, July 2nd. Yep. At 2 p.m. Eastern, July 2nd, 2022. Mm-hmm. At 2 p.m. Eastern, Kristen and I are going to be going live for a fundraiser yeah. of sorts. Um, we're going to do a couple of hours hanging out, ranking stuff. We've got a few fun surprises planned. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, have something that I've been dying to do for a yes. long time, which we are finally going to tackle. Yes. I think Excellent. this is like the perfect venue I do to too. do this. Uh, Kristen and I have been trying to raise money mm-hmm. for Planned Parenthood. Right. Um, right now, if you are alive in the world, you're probably aware that the Supreme Court rolled back Roe versus Wade. Yep. Um, and so, listen, we're trying to do something. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is, Kristen and I, we we had this idea a while ago. We wanted to do sort of like fundraisers every mm-hmm. once in a while. I was thinking for us. Yeah. But let's start with the what's going on in the world right now. Mm-hmm. And so we set up a page. The page is at Tiltify. Dot com. You know what? Really just go to our social media. Yeah, you can go to, link to uh, the link in bio of any of our social media, but we may as well say it. It's at tiltify.com slash at GTTU pod slash GTTU PP. Yeah, Guide to the Unknown Planned Parenthood. Right. So we set up this page so that we could accept donations on behalf of Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. Um, and we originally set the goal for like 300 bucks, not knowing what we would do. Yeah. Um. As we record right now, it's only been up for about a day and change. Yep. We have raised $1,400. It's so awesome. I could not be more thrilled about that. So if you would like to donate, you can go to that link. If you'd like to watch the live stream and donate, awesome as well. We're going to be doing a thing where every new $50 on the live stream will be doing a different fun, weird thing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, let's get some money into the hands of smart people. Yes, exactly. Yep. The idea is we're, we'll goof around. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, thankfully, we've got people out there who have deep pockets and are interested in this uh, uh, issue Yeah. right now. Um, and so, uh, we just thought that it would be a a way to do something that feels something somewhat positive about something that makes everybody angry and scared. Yeah, Um, absolutely. And also people have been sharing the Lincoln stuff and getting the word out, which has been amazing. So we're at $1,400 already. Um, it's not about hitting a particular number. No, but just as much as we possibly can. As much as we can. And my expectations are already blown out of the water. So (laughs) completely, completely. So come back and have fun with us tomorrow, July 2nd, 2022. 2 p.m. Eastern, 
uh, on that link. Look in the show notes right now in this episode. I'll make sure that I have it on mm-hmm. our social media. We'll make sure that we post as soon as we're live. Yep. Um, uh, come hang out with us. Learn some goofball stuff. See us do some wacky things every time somebody uh, donates over, uh, to the next 50 bucks yep. threshold. And uh, yeah, to your point, we'll get the money in hands of people who know how to actually do something. Yeah, I think that's the best thing that we can do. Couldn't agree more. So if you'd like to hang out and help, please do. And thank please you do. so much. Thank you, everybody. Imagine, if you dare. Whoa, 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 hold tight. Let's. A podcast so shocking. No, it's not that shocking. It's just. So disturbing. Now you're just being dramatic. That it will chill you to your very core. I don't. Have you even heard the show? There's no escaping. I mean, there is. The horrible just, consequences of. Just press pause, but don't do that. Right day. My name is Byron McCoy, and each week I join my friends Sam and Kelly, where we talk films, monsters, the paranormal, and pretty much all things frightening. From time to time, we talk with like-minded specialists, directors, actors, cryptozoologists, conspiracy theorists, but whether it's the human terror of serial killers and home invasions, or the extra-normal phenomena Kelly covers in her Cryptids and Conspiracies segment, if it bleeds, hacks, stabs, chops, summons, sacrifices, abducts, or bites, it is Fright Day. Every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at FrightDay.com. FrightDay.com. Stop it. You're scaring them. Sorry. Okay. Stranger All right. Things. Stranger Thoughts. Strong. How strong? <laughs> strong. Okay. So there, I believe first, but definitely first that I was aware of ARG um, that was like really widespread came about during the promotional uh, cycle for season three, which was in July, 2019. Um, and this had to, like I was mentioning before, this had to be played in real time. So you can't go back now and call the phone numbers associated with this. They're just disconnected. It's too late. All that stuff is done. And I think that's awesome, actually. Like, yeah. even within the ARG, because it's pretty detailed, it would be like, come back tomorrow for a ba-ba-bah. Yeah. And, like, it makes it, or made it, I assume, feel so urgent mm-hmm. and, like, you're really doing this thing. I just think this is... Extremely cool. That's how uh, New Jersey unemployment is. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Yeah, when they screw up your benefits and then you have to call to be like, hey, when am I going to get my unemployment? And they say, our lines are busy. Call back on the next business day. Yeah. It really keeps you. Yeah, really really, engaged. It really refreshes it and keeps you on the hook. Yeah. Yeah. God, that sucks, William. Sorry. (laughs) This is just funny. It just made me think of it. And I have been there. You're absolutely right. It is like that. It is is insane. Call back tomorrow? I need 42 entertainment to run and unemployment make it a little more entertaining could you give me like a window exactly. or maybe something okay a story about like a rampant ai or like, <laughs> like a anything to keep this kind co- william i know my first arg mm, does this count as arg i'm already backpedaling i think i've mentioned this on the show before if there's anybody out there who knows what i'm talking about Please reach Get in out. Touch. Yeah. <laughs> Help us. Because I'm certain that this was real, but it's just so strange. I've never been able to Google it properly. When I was a kid, you used to have to call a phone number to find out if school was canceled the next day for like yeah. inclement weather or something. I would call, I would wake up at like four in the morning and start calling that number because I'm dying to get of out course. of school at yeah. all times. And then I somehow like either there was a prompt for like press three for games or or I just pressed a wrong number on the thing or something. And I was led to like a choose your own adventure thing on the phone. 
I'm positive. I know it sounds silly, and I know I just said 4 a.m., but it wasn't always that. I wasn't, like, half asleep and dreaming. I really am positive because I did it repeatedly. And um, I guess that's not really ARG. It feels kind of like it because in the real world, I was calling a phone number, and then there'd be a game. And it was, like, like a choose-your-own-adventure thing. That is pretty cool. If anyone knows what I'm talking about, please let me know. I've looked a few times to try to figure it out, but I can never find it. I believe it was Wizard-centric. This sounds um, like Candle Cove. What's Candle Cove? What Candle Cove is. Candle Cove is a story on no sleep. It's a creepypasta uh-huh. that starts out with somebody going like, does anybody remember that show? I used to watch it all the time. I can't remember the name of it, but it had something to do with like a pirate. <laughs> and then bit by bit, other people start chiming in and being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That show was Candle Cove. I used to watch it all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then somebody goes, no, my son says he watch, can't, watches Candle Cove a lot, but he's just looking at static. Oh. And so it becomes this like it didn't exist, but That's cool. it somehow was targeting you. Yeah, yeah. So that was targeting the youth. Kristen, I don't think that was I, anything. I mean, we always joke about wizards whispering. Yeah. So maybe that was the first wizard to whisper to me. Very like there were direct. there were people doing voices and stuff. Like I, I what really if it was remember not a it. recording. Oh, oh my god, that's a that's a really good screwed up idea. Let's make an audio drama. Let's go. Yeah, that's All really right. messed up. That's pretty awesome. And I repeatedly called and, you She's know, back. yeah, Ooh, showtime. Oh, it's time to talk. Oh, my it's God. Time for the show. That's so freaky. Anytime somebody calls that guy's extension. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, he's like, yes. You know, he's actually, also waking up at 4 a.m. excited. On a phone tree, they'll, they'll be like, press one to talk to this person. Press uh-huh. two if you do blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And it'll say, if you know your party's extension, you may type it in at any time. Right. Who knows how many extensions there may be? Maybe you, or, or maybe, you know, they don't mention that you could press seven to get to something. Right. But you hit seven and it leads you down that path. Yeah. Right. I mean, I kind of think that might have been sort of what happens. Like yeah. I just hit a number yeah. and I, I unlocked like a special thing. All right. The show is called Press Seven. Mm-hmm. And that's the 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 premise is that yeah. somehow it comes out that there's something on this phone tree that you can find if you press seven. It's not listed on the directory. You can go to the the office that for the you know it's a doctor's office, right? right. And so you go there and you're like, uh, hey, I pressed seven and I got a weird thing. Do you know what that's about? And they're like, we have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, we don't and have then, an extension for seven. Yeah, and we don't run our phones. Yeah. That's like the phone company. Yeah. So you check with the phone company and they're like, we don't know what you're talking about. Like You mm-hmm. have to keep following it back and back and back Yeah. to figure out what's going on. To one scary person. Press seven. Press seven. Okay, well, let's press play on this ARG. Hated that. Yep, me too. Okay, so the way that this started was that there were Baskin Robbins commercials that were tied into Stranger Things because there was uh, an ice cream place called Scoops Ahoy in Stranger Things season sure. three. And Baskin Robbins did a tie-in where they had Scoops Ahoy flavors at a bunch of locations for a Stranger Things deal. And during the commercial, they were zooming in on the card that has the flavor names and people noticed that there was Morse code mm. um, on that card. And so they, you know, decoded that, translated to a phone number, and that got people off and running. When you called that phone number, it asked for a password and it wanted to know, um, it gave some sort of clue about what Dustin's communication system uh, was called. It's called Cerebro. And so if you translate that, it was like some radio thing that Dustin has. Okay. That's named after the X-Men. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you translate that to the numbers on a pad, you'd press that in and you got this message over the phone. 
Password received. Please hold. Operation Scoop Snoop is a covert operation that's goal is to shut down portals and other anomalies that have been appearing around Hawkins. You'll be asked to perform five missions in the coming days. We will be closely monitoring your progress against others. But first, you must connect to our secure server. We've been given early access to this technology. Write this address down very carefully. You must include the spaces. And then it gave this IP address. Okay. So players would connect the IP address and you start communicating through that with uh, an operator who will call S7 for Operation Scoop Snoop. And um, they give you daily missions that you have to solve using GPS, clues from missions that you've been given, um, all sorts of stuff. It also starts to, like, email you stuff. Um, it's really pretty encompassing. Okay. Um, and as you advance, you get promoted, which made you privy to more and more information. So this eventually would lead to the ability to shut a gate um, that they tell you had been coded with riddles by an RPG nerd. Right. So you had to use like D&D knowledge and stuff to solve these riddles and be able to decode it and close the gate. So um, it ties into Stranger Things because Stranger Things season three was very like Cold War centric and like, you know, yeah, Russian yeah, spy yeah. centric. So it's has that sort of vibe. And also the D&D &D connection obviously is a thing. So um, it ties in that way. You're also informed that the military is hiding strange codes at Baskin Robbins and locations were provided and uh, you All would right. go to these locations and there was this like, not, not a physical ring, but like a circle with different symbols and letters on it that you could decode. A clock? <laughs> Does your clock have letters My, and this, symbols? This clock has strange yeah. lines and symbols. That's a four. Yeah. I know what that one means. Um, I think it's so fun. I know it's silly that it's at Baskin Robbins. It's super I fun. Love it. And the only reason that I rolled my eyes is because specifically Baskin Robbins yeah. has like, they must have a media department almost. Yeah. Because no, their they sales team, they're an Ant-Man that's right. They're in Ghostbusters. Well, are they an Ant-Man partially because Paul Rudd has a thing about Baskin Robbins? Does he? No, I'm wrong. He's a thing about Jamoka. Jamoka. <laughs> he has referenced Jamoka ice cream in multiple movies. Is that right? Yes. What's up Not with that? Not like cons. I don't know. He's just having a bit of fun. In, okay. He definitely does it in Ghostbusters and he's done it in something else. That where he's like Jamoka. Is that like Sam Rockwell in dancing? I don't know. Paul Rudd and it's Jamoka? not as extensive. Slop um, but the bass. It, it has happened more than once, apparently. I didn't notice this. I read it somewhere. Huh. Yeah. Okay. And I think it's also Baskin Robbins where... What's his name? Who played Robert California? Oh, um... God, what is it? James Spader. James Spader. Mm -hmm. Remember he's on Seinfeld? I think he works at a Baskin Robbins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he yeah. climbs into the ice cream cooler and he goes, get out of here. Yeah. Huh? Get out of here. Yeah, because he's, um... He's an addict, and so he's going for the rum raisin. Yeah, he's he a sugar off, addict. He he falls off the wagon or something. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. He was... <laughs> no, I think he's an alcohol addict, so he's going for the rum raisin. Oh, is that why? No, but I thought that... Doesn't Kramer say, like, you had three Twinkies... Like you were eating ho hos. Like I think he has a line like that. I, I think know. he's a sugar. Maybe addict. you're right. I don't remember. I could be wrong. Um, but no, I mean you are. I mean maybe it's because it's hard to name another ice cream place that's a Carvel. store that's all over the place. Dairy Queen. Carvel. Yeah, I guess it's not that hard. It's not Baskin you're Robbins. Right. 
is just all over it. Yeah, you're you're right. They just have an excellent PR team. All right. James Spader was in the Apology mm-hmm. <laughs> episode of Seinfeld. Um, he would pl- portray Jason Hankey. <laughs> That's a great name. That's a good name. That is a great name. Um, he's on the he's on the step in the program where he's supposed to apologize to people that he's offended. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. I could have sworn that he was. Yeah, I don't know if you have to do that in like. Maybe there's somebody else that Kramer helps anonymous. get them off eating candy. Newman probably is that it? It's probably Newman. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. It's probably Newman. all right. Fair enough. <laughs> um. So yeah, you're right. Ba- Baskin Robbins is all over it. Yeah. And they also transformed one of their stores in California to a uh, Scoops Ahoy or whatever it is. Okay. Um. In theme, and people could go there to get some clues. Baskin Robbins is the whole thing. It's just funny that this ARG is both a commercial for Stranger Things and Baskin and Robbins. I saw a tr- I saw a commercial. Well, maybe they were like, we want to have physical items out in the world. Yeah. And then they were like, well, we do already have this deal with Baskin Robbins. Just use that. Yeah. I saw a commercial the other day, and this, it's not the only time I've seen something like this, but it was like the Charmin Bears mm-hmm. going like, my hiney's clean. Yeah. Uh. And dancing, so and then crude. and then at the end, it it's like, oh, the the diapers have dinosaurs on them now. And then they go, by the way, see Jurassic World. Oh, my God. I was like, this is a commercial inside a commercial. Weird. This is two commercials in one for diapers and dinosaurs. That's very weird. How did they strike that deal? I mean, I don't know if that was literally what it was, uh-huh. but it was the equivalent. It may have been yeah. Baskin Robbins again. I don't know. They're it eating ice been. cream, and then, and then the T-Rex steps into the, <laughs> into, into the chunky monkey, and it leaves that big footprint. <laughs> you know? It writes itself. Or they got, like, a shake from Baskin Robbins and they left it on the dashboard and it starts quivering. Yeah, you're right. Or the Velociraptors learn how to open the door to the kitchen so that they can get the ice cream. (laughs) Or the dinosaur is about to eat them until somebody hands him an ice cream cone and then he starts licking that instead. That would be so awesome. That would be so ridiculous. We are available. I hope. We are available to write your ARGs or your commercials within commercials. This is just us spitballing. Did I tell you about the unemployment phone lines? (laughs) (laughs) There are like Um, five different ways you can combine dinosaurs and ice cream. That's... Ridiculous. And that's just off the top off in the like top. one minute. Mm-hmm. We can do this. But they'll get to the bottom. Oh, of the ice cream cone. Okay, maybe. <laughs> All right, not that one. Not that one. Forget it. Forget it. I, I'm still good at this. Don't we're worry. sorry. We're sorry. Yeah. Uh, okay. So another thing that happens is that. Th- so you're texting basically, and it looks like 80s, like back and forth, like when we played Sleuth. Cool. Kind Love of it. code or whatever. Yeah. And you're informed that the military, oops, I already said this, the military is hiding strange coats of Baskin Robbins. Okay. Another thing that happens is that you're told that men in white suits have swarmed a gate, but they were able to close it before those men in white suits could interfere. It was like creepy people who seem to be aware of these portals and like, who are they? Uh What's going on? Your main contact, this S7, let's call them, starts acting sketchy and weird. And you get emails that imply that, like from other people, who uh, seem to be alluding to the fact that they might not be totally honest. So, and also I should mention that it seemed like for this and probably a million other ARGs, the Discord community 
was super important for figuring this yeah, out. Yeah. Just kind of like bouncing ideas off of each other. Collected knowledge. Exactly. Yep. So people figured out, you know, if you ask them, like, are you up to no good? Is everything above board? Are you evil? That they would answer that it, it's all good. Everything that they're doing is for the greater good. So you're like, uh-oh, what does all this mean? Yeah. You eventually find out that the contact is a Russian spy. Oh, no. So you've been working with somebody who's who's not up to great stuff. But while we are still working with them, we don't know that yet, um, we help them sneak to this final gate. They're like, we've closed other things that we're aware of. There's one big bad. And it's at Three Mile Island. Um and so they are physically at this place, but they are somehow communicating with you and asking you to do things to help them make their way undetected. So they're like, turn off the lights in this sector, um, cut the security cameras here. And you're cool. like, all right, great. Yep. Sounds good. And you're doing all that through code. And um, then there's mention of a creature. They, they see uh, and or hear like a monster wherever they are. And they seem pleased to have reached this monster. They don't seem all that surprised and they're kind of happy. And they refer to the creature as Lucy before going dark. Oh. You don't hear from them anymore. And you're like, oh my God, what's the deal here? So then later you get emails about things going wrong in Operation Scoop Snoop and it's been hijacked by the Rus the Russians. So basically, oops, you were helping the bad guy. Yeah. But the higher-ups know that you didn't know you were helping a bad guy and you're clearly skilled. Um, so they still want you to work on this mission and hopefully make it right. Like, take back what you helped happen by accident. So... A physical person, again, goes there, but it's a good guy now. We're helping them, you know, turn on the security cameras, turn on lights so they can get around. And when the lights go on, our new contact said that there's blood everywhere. Oh. There's been, like, a slaughter, and they're hearing a crazy sound. And we know that that is Lucy, this monster. Um you are able to get a picture of what they see, but it's all in binary, like ones and zeros cool. forming a picture. Mm -hmm. And so it's basically, it looks like the monster that's at the end of season, uh, yeah, season three of Stranger Things. So this big, like, multi-limbed, almost like spider-looking oh, cool. right. monster, but you're just seeing this outline made of zeros and ones. Sweet. Um, so they direct you to create a diversion and then flood the area with gas to in incapacitate the monster so that you can, or that the person can close the portal and save the day. You have redeemed yourself. It's all great. And you get an email thanking you and asking you to fax a certain number. And you actually have to fax to be added to the Operation Scoop Snoop Hall of Fame. Oh, and so doing that yep. is how they get your contact info to send out prizes to the people who I guess went through this fastest or something. Yes. I'm not quite sure how they ranked the winners of this, but there the first were like 50 people to do it or yeah. Yeah. And they, and also I didn't mention they would sometimes during the course of this reference, um, other operatives who are also working on this and they were using people's real screen names. Oh, that's cool. Which is so cool and that's fun. So cool. especially if you're yeah. on discord in the ARG thing, um, interacting with other people and you know their names, yeah. you could be like, oh my God, they just talked about you in the thing today. So it makes it even more immersive and Love sweet. It. Um, so the person who won this went by PR5K in Discord, and they said that they were an ARG newbie. They hadn't done it before, not for necessarily lack of interest, but just lack of, you know, whatever. You yeah. just, like, get into things when you get into them. And they won free Baskin-Robbins for life. Whoa. 
and a visit to the Stranger Things season four sets. That's cool. It's really that's cool. That's very fun. That's, yeah. that's awesome. It's, I think it's super cool. So that was the season three ARG. It's also just like supporting the people who love the thing you make. It did seem like there was a lot of love yeah. um, put into it for the players. Yes. Like just even the detail of putting their actual screen names yeah. into the script and the coding and however you do that. Yes. And there was also a leaderboard. Like you would see when you've been added mm -hmm. to the Scoop's New Hall yeah. of Fame, like the... 10 top people or whatever. That's awesome. It's super, super Respect fun. Respect your audience. Yeah. Like, be good to the people that are good to you, basically. Yeah. You know? And it seemed like they had a lot of fun doing it. Mm -hmm. um, there were, like, problems along the way. There sure. were occasional glitches and things like that. Um, there was also confusion because I believe it was Mike. I actually didn't write it down. I came across it and didn't write it down, but whatever. I believe Microsoft came out with their own sort of like very, very short limited ARG, like right around this same time that involved Morse code. It was really that they tweeted something okay. and it had Morse code in it. So some people thought that that was a tie into Stranger yeah. Things, understandably. Sure. So that created confusion among the people playing it. Um, and like Baskin Robbins put out things too early. Um, so... <laughs> Baskin. Baskin. Uh, so people were like catching on to the phone number and stuff before yeah. the phone number was ready. Mm -hmm. Just because like a manager was like, yeah, put these out. And they didn't realize that all the mechanisms weren't already didn't in place. Did you hear what I said? <laughs> Tweet the numbers. <laughs> yeah. uh, I uh, Or it's going to be a rocky road oh, going ooh. forward, if you know what I mean. Uh, there are always going to be bumps in the road, but yeah. it's about having, you know, operating in good faith and, mm -hmm. and suspension of disbelief and the willingness to participate. Right. As in all things. Of course. You have to suspend your disbelief when you sit down to watch a movie. Yeah. Let alone play a game. You yeah. Gotta, you got to roll with the punches if you enjoy it. No, it's completely true. So they have done another ARG thing that seems less extensive for Stranger Things season four. I got to tell you, I could not find, and to... To be fair, it's not super surprising. This um, season three ARG that I just described came out in, in 2019. Yeah. So there's plenty of time for people to decide to catalog this. Mm -hmm. um, there was a YouTube video that was really helpful that'll be in the show notes. That was from, I think their uh, YouTube channel is, it was like Rain Nut or something. Like R-E-I-G-N. I love Rain. <laughs> I think that's what it was. Rain Nut. A uh, nut for Rain. It's it's for sure in the show notes. It's definitely a, a rain bot. That's what it was. I go nut for rain. Woo! I bought for rain. Um, but so I couldn't find like an explaining season four sort of thing. Yeah. But they do have, or they did have a cool um, ARG going on where in the teaser trailer for season four, there was a single frame that had timestamps in it. And if you went to those timestamps within the trailer, there were these letters in it just organically in the course of the action that was happening that spelled out, I am Hell's Master. Cool. And if you went to IamHellsMaster.com, there was a little game involving a light bright. Um, they use a light bright in season four uh, to, to play a little something. And I tried to do it, but it told me too late. Too late. Too bad. So sad. Yeah. You got you to be part of it when it's happening. Right. But it seemed super, super cool. And there was also just a, one last quick thing is that there was a number on the side of a pizza van in 
Stranger Things season four that just came out. And that number you could call and it said something that played into the I Am Hell's Master oh, okay. um, ARG. That's cool. So just like super detailed and fun. I love I it. I love it. I love that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, well, the last thing that I want to share with you, I think I'll make pretty quick work of it, to be honest. It's very, very, very involved. But all of these are very, very, very involved. So I'm going to give you sort of the highlights that I think really click for me. Mm -hmm. um, there is a Nine Inch Nails album. Oh, right. From 2007 called Year Zero. And uh, I'm a big Nine Inch Nails fan. I, I think Trent Reznor is like a, a genius. I love that music. I mm -hmm. love uh, his film scores. Uh, I do love his film scores. Yeah. Just buff God. What? He's a buff God. He is. Yeah. yeah he got jacked. This is the album where he got yeah. like jacked because he got sober. And I think mm -hmm. he, it, I, I only remember what people were saying at the time that he basically like replaced doing whatever he was doing. That happens all the time. With working out. And he got huge. Yeah. Swole. Yeah. I say. did not. <laughs> but I remember um, I picked up this um, uh, CD when it first came out. And when you folded it open, it was very dramatic and on the nose. But I, I end up really liking where this is going. And it's absurdly prescient. Yeah. And we decided to do this before the last week. Mm -hmm. But so when you open it up, on one side of the cover art is a buff arm holding an AR-15. Uh-huh. And on the other side is a buff arm holding a Bible. Uh -huh. The Bible. And so it's like very on the nose, right? right? Like guns and Bibles. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is America. This is who we are. Right. Like, okay. I know. Except it's kind of rad. Yeah. And also at times, what are you going to do? I don't mind. But it's awesome. So here's how this ARG starts out. The year zero ARG. People start going to Nine Inch Nails concerts and they find USB drives just sprinkled on the floor. That is so cool. And... By the way, it's pretty dangerous to just pick up a USB drive and plug it into your computer. That's true. I don't know if you remember this. Years ago, I wanted to record an episode, yes. put it on thumb drives, and just drop them around New York City. Yes. If somebody finds it and is reckless enough to plug it in, mm -hmm. they get it. If nobody does it, nobody does it. Right. I was shot down repeatedly for this plan. I, I... Trent Reznor does it. We all bow when we say, <laughs> senpai, notice me. Anyway. <laughs> So I think I found it to be a waste of money and resources. It was. It turned out to be very expensive. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of cool, though. It is cool. So anyway, uh, the, the USB drives contain images and music. It was mm -hmm. advanced like releases of the songs that would eventually be on the album. Yeah. The brilliant thing is um, they start through all of these images and stuff. Uh, there will be like a seal. It looks like a, like a government seal, but it's from the Bureau of Morality. Uh-huh. Uh, and then the music has like weird like static in it and stuff. And there's an organization known as Art is Resistance. And they, uh, they hold an event in 2007 in L.A. They say, come to this event, wear something to let us know that you're one of us for this yeah. Art is Resistance event. People know that this has got to be something to do with Nine Inch Nails. They show up, they're given swag bags with buttons and pins and stuff and uh, paid uh, prepaid cell phones. Mm-hmm. In those boxes, That's which crazy. is super cool. The album is released. I buy it. Uh, I look at it and I go, whoa. Oh. And then I read online about how one of the songs did something super duper cool. Yeah. And I'm literally going to put this on the screen right now for anybody who's watching the video version. Um, so this is the song, The Warning. 
from the album. And the album art for Year Zero is as if you're in the passenger seat of a car looking out the front windshield. Mm -hmm. And it is the um, uh, like a hand reaching down from the stars, like a big, impossible, giant hand right. with its fingertips sort of digging into the earth. Almost ghostly, it's somewhat transparent. Yeah. Um, at the end of this song, that is something of like an entity, like an alien almost, mm -hmm. in the lore of this. Mm -hmm. At the end of the song, The Warning, if you look at the spectrogram, it's called, there is, uh, it's just a way of like looking at the, the frequencies the of, waves, of a right? song. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, there, when you listen to the song, you hear like, break, 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 pause, pause, pause. If you look at that moment in the spectrogram using audio frequencies, they drew yeah. the hand from the cover art. That is so cool it's in and the music. so fun. So the lore of this uh, story now, again, it's a little complicated, but I'll simplify it. There are a series of terrorist attacks that happen on United States soil. As a result, the United States claims emergency powers to take control over everything, even going so far as to dub this year zero mm -hmm. of the reborn America. Yeah. The clock is starting over. Um, we become a, quote, Christian fundamentalist theocracy uh, governed by the Bureau of Morality and the first evangelical church of Plano, which is really the first thing that makes me go, what is Plano? I know. Do I care? I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm f Yeah. Yeah. Americans, there's a quote. Americans must get licenses to marry, bear children, etc. Subversive activities may result in licenses being revoked. Dissenters regularly disappear from their homes at night. Um, now, uh, there's uh, people start resisting through these organizations like Art is Resistance. Mm -hmm. um, and because of all of this, um, it seems that this hand reaches down from outer space and it's called the presence that's cool and people who interact with this hand start having like crazy like hallucinogenic trips and uh -huh. stuff like that um and uh that's sort of like the the fight back or how things start to dissolve yeah but the sort of like trent reznor talking about this he's like i do not like what is going on here in 2006 2007 mm -hmm. i do not like the U.S. declaring emergency powers to like tap people's phones and stuff. And if this continues on in the name of patriotism, mm -hmm. like false patriotism and like Bible thumping, yeah. I don't know where we're going to end up. Oh, yeah. And and he's talking about having like licenses to like like be married and stuff and our rights being rolled back. Yeah. And quite frankly, literally what seems to be happening right now is yeah. like the Supreme Court is making decisions based on the Bible. Right. It's not that not that he's the only one who's ever pointed this out or anything. No, but, but reading this, I was like, oh my god! It but was, it gets crazier. I'll just say it was. Um, you know, I've been watching the January six hearings. It was so shocking to me. I can't remember which person it was, but I, I watched like an old man like fully tear up talking about how the Constitution yeah. was divinely guided. I found uh, it shocking. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, and it's it wasn't. No, I was We're all just I was shocked. Yeah, the, the I, I guess I've heard that kind of thing before, but I it, he wasn't the only person during the hearings to reference that. And I was yeah. like, wow, they really, really think that and act with that in mind in a way that's like oh, yeah. really destructive. I we're just, we're up really against cooked. something enormous. Yeah. But uh, so here's where it gets a little bit crazier. The story of year zero is that people in the future are experiencing all this crazy you know, Christian fundamentalist like theocracy stuff. Mm -hmm. And they've sent back messages to warn us today. Oh, okay. The story of year zero takes place in 
2022. Oh, weird. Which I read and I was like, oh my God. I think yeah. I verbally went, oh God. <laughs> it's like in shock. <laughs> so here's how the story ends. On February, and it, this is crazy, mind you. This is how okay. in the weeds it gets. Imagine the stuff I'm not telling yeah, you. Yeah, right. On February 10th, 2022, a government official named Doug is in his <laughs> office tracking the presence, that hand, um, while missing the birth of his daughter in, Den- in Denver. He begins writing a letter to his then unborn child describing the state of the world and his family. Um, He ends up uh, looking out into the sky and he writes, the stars are going out like candles, which is scary and evocative. I can picture that. Um, it cuts how off. Is the, how is this communicated? Are they singing this? No, 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 no. Yeah. But the, the, the songs are about this stuff. But is Doug's name no, mentioned they never in, say, in song? Doug was in his office <laughs> writing a letter. How do we learn this? Uh, this is like you go online, you find a million websites, okay. and then you eventually come across this story. Gotcha. Or piece together these events. Yeah. So um, uh, the, the presence is now, fl- the hand is floating above the United States Capitol. Oh, like, huh. it all feels yeah. weird. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, uh, an organization devises a successful means with which to send information back through time using quantum mechanics in order to prevent the dystopian future. Um, at the end, um, uh, people are called on those prepaid cell phones mm-hmm. and told um, a voice on the phone says, we've got to go dark for a while, but that's OK. You don't need us anymore. And the game ends. Which is such an awesome ending. Yeah, um, that's super cool. Trent Reznor at the time had said, Year Zero is part of a bigger picture of a number of things I'm working on. Essentially, I wrote the soundtrack to a movie that doesn't exist. In 2008, 42 Entertainment, who of course did this, in addition to I Love Bees, right. won two Webby Awards for their work. Oh, cool. Um, in addition to other awards. Um, and then in 2017, so Trent Reznor kept saying, there's going to be a movie, there's going to be a show, there's going to be a movie, there's going to be a show. 2017 seems to be the last time that he talked about it, saying, quote, it fell to shit because we never had the right writer. Mm. I should have just done it myself. Oh. Trent? Yeah. Listen, I know you're listening. Yeah. All right, I'm in. (sighs) Fine. Yes, you've twisted my arm. I I think that it's actually like a really... I I originally wanted to look into this because I'm aware of bands sometimes having intense lore. Yeah. And I thought that would be funny to look at. Yeah. And I remember this seeming like on the nose. Bible and gun. uh, Got it. Right. Except I'm so entrenched in it right now. Yeah, it feels like it less actually, hokey. it actually felt incredibly timely mm-hmm. and if there if there probably ever was a time to do year zero again yeah it probably is right now yeah true like right this second right now yeah um which is why we fight back everybody that's right tomorrow that's 2 right. p.m july 2nd 2022 together we rise join us the link is in the show notes mm-hmm. uh help us do something a little bit positive while being uh goofy and, and creepy yeah uh, ghouls for good. That's right. Ooh, ghouls for good. Ghouls for good. I like that. That's who we are. Yes. Uh, and uh, we're going to try to give back with with your help. And quite mm-hmm. frankly, you've helped massively already. $1,400 yeah. as of this recording yeah. is going to Planned Parenthood. It's absolutely nutty. So thank you so much for that. And we hope to see you tomorrow in real time. Yep. yep. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Check out patreon.com slash pod if you need more of us. Mm-hmm. If you want to have exclusive shows uh, end up on your phones every single Monday, Join the demon tier. Yeah. It starts at $13 a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow us online as well. Yep. I'm at Chillin' Kristen. Or you know what? I made a mistake. What? Please do not follow at the Myth Traveler. 
please, for the love of God. Are you enacting an ARG? I feel like it's, oh yeah. No, uh, yeah. Did you just start an ARG? <laughs> no, I just thought maybe creating some sort of like a scarcity or a danger around it would make people do it more. Oh. I actually lost followers. I'm below a thousand followers on Twitter, I think, as I keep posting. <laughs> About Planned Parenthood? Yeah, which is fine. Whatever. But I got to get back up to quad digits. <laughs> yeah. I'm not at quad digits. Well, I'm, that's a pro. I can understand that. <laughs> please. Uh, All right, everybody. We'll see. Prove him wrong and follow me, everyone. I mostly retweet. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody, <laughs> yep. to, to have some fun and do some good. We'll yeah. see you next week for more scary stories and stuff. But until that time comes, we must travel. Back to the netherworld, go we. You know what? To the Supreme Court. To the Supreme Court. Go we. Actually, no. No. <laughs> We will be not that <laughs> keyboard warriors. <laughs> oh, big time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah. His hands are soft.